Welcome to the Better Eye Health Podcast with Damon P. Miller II, MD. This particular podcast is an excerpt from the weekly conference calls. Dr. Miller focuses on different topics connected to the Better Eye Health program. The topic of this session is Autoimmunity and Your Eye Disease, Part 1. Here is Dr. Miller. Today, we're going to be doing a talk uh, the first of three parts, uh, some questions have been coming in, and there was a question last week that prompted this. So we're going to be talking some about autoimmunity and eye disease and what to do about it. Um, and part of this is this leads into the uh, do-it-yourself detox course, which is going to be coming up in October. Um, I, I'm just, I roughly call it the do-it-yourself detox. The official name of the course is Detoxify Your Home and Detoxify your body. Um, and you'll see in the talk next week really why the toxins are so important. I'm not going to talk so much about toxins today. That'll be next week. So I know that's an intriguing topic, but hold off questions on toxins until next week. But the, the basic thing about autoimmunity, uh, the reason I want to spend time in this conference call talking about it is number one, it's becoming much more common, not just for people with eye problems, but for everybody. Uh, there was a woman, a doctor, who wrote a book called The Autoimmune Epidemic. Uh, she wrote that a number of uh, years ago. But, and it's not a very good book. I don't recommend you go out and get it. But it was, uh, when it first came out, it was kind of well-received and well-criticized. You know, people thought it was good information. And... She's talking about the very things that I've been talking about, we're, we're going to talk about here, um, but she's coming at it almost purely from a um, Western medicine allopathic perspective. So when it comes down to what do you do about these things, her advice in the book is, well, you take toxic drugs and a lot of steroids and things like that. But one of the things that was interesting about the book that made it um, interesting to me was that she's acknowledging the role that food sensitivities and toxicity and emotional stress and um, your gut being off and infections and how all of these things can affect your immune system and lead ultimately to what looks like various forms of autoimmune disease. So Autoimmune disease is common. That's one of the reasons why I want to talk about it here. And it can, look, it can look like a lot of different things, but there is a core similarity between all of the different autoimmune diseases. And I'll, I'll name some of them in just a, give me a minute here. But the other reason I just want to say up front, the other reason that I want to talk about this in the context of this call is that there's increasing evidence that uh, autoimmune disease complicates these different eye problems that all of you are struggling with, especially the degenerative eye disease, like macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, and Stargardt disease. And so I, I chose my words very carefully there, but it complicates these things. And the reason I use those words is that it's clear it does not cause them. In other words, these are not at their heart autoimmune diseases. But because autoimmune disease is common, it also affects the eyes. And 
it takes diseases that are worrisome and troublesome and lead to loss of vision, and it just makes them worse. And now you've got essentially two problems in your eyes. And uh, it seems to be a little more common. Um, well, let me, let me change that. Not that it's more common, but it's better understood and better described in the allopathic literature, in the Western medical literature, relative to RP. As far as my practice goes, I think it's common in both macular degeneration and Stargardt and RP, that there's nothing special about RP in this. So having said that, this is, you know, why, the two reasons why I want to talk about it, because it's common and it may affect all of you in some degree or another, in fact, all of us, because it has relevance for the eye disease, and importantly, because there are things you can do about it. It isn't just a theoretical conversation. Oh, you have an autoimmune disease, isn't that too bad? I'm sorry. It actually, there are things that we can do to quiet that down and back you out of it. So I, the next thing I want to talk about is just a little bit of background about the, under, the current understanding about autoimmune disease. And again, this is not some crazy alternative medicine understanding. This is mainstream medicine that I'm, talking, that I'm going to be talking about now. This is stuff that's being looked at at UCLA and other centers around the country. Um, one of the things that's come about as, from our ability to look at complex molecules uh, a lot of the work that went into under, you know, decoding our DNA, and so DNA sequencing, um, all of that technology is also applicable to sequencing other complex molecules in the body, most notably uh, antibodies and immune proteins. And the ability to do that has led to a better understanding of what's behind the formation of some of these autoantibodies, antibodies that you form that attack your own tissues. And so the, the basic understanding, though, about autoimmune disease in general is that it comes about as the result of an immune system that is out of control, an immune system that is so reactive, so twitchy, so angry, that it's boiling over and it ends up creating antibodies that actually attack your own tissues. And the reason that that happens, the reason for that, is that your immune system is overstimulated. And there are all kinds of things that can stimulate your immune system. Things that, are, that you would all understand, things like uh, environmental allergens, dust, pollen, cat hair, dog hair, you name it, whatever it is you're allergic to, formaldehyde from the new carpet that you bought, you know, all these things that can cause allergen or allergic reaction. It, there are foods that you might be sensitive to, so the kind of sensitivities that people have to cow dairy and wheat and some people with eggs or tomatoes or things like this, shrimp, those things contribute. They're one more thing irritating your immune system. Emotional stress, emotional toxicity, as I call it, it's another Thing that stimulates your immune system. Toxins, uh, they're toxic, that's bad enough, but they also evoke an immune response, and so toxicity can do that. Chronic infections, obviously, if you have chronic Lyme disease or if you have um, hepatitis or AIDS or um, what's more common, though, for all of us is that you may have a biome, meaning the combination of things that are living in your gut 
that the, the population of bugs in your gut is out of order and it's causing an immune reaction in you. You may have gum disease, gingivitis, chronic inflammation in your gums. That can be causing it. And you may have uh, viruses that are chronic, you know, herpes, getting herpes infections all the time and things like that. And I name all these things because it's never just one of these things. It is always, 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 always all of these things together. It's the infection. It's the emotional toxicity. It's the foods that we eat that our body doesn't like. It's the toxins and heavy metals. It's the chronic infections. Um, the environmental things. And of, of all of these, the environmental things, that's the hardest one to do anything about. We all have to breathe air and drink water and eat food. And uh, so those are the hardest to protect ourselves from. But if you get the idea that, you know, all of these things are triggering an immune reaction, at some point your immune system is so overtaxed, so overstimulated that it boils over and it's in that out of control state where it starts making antibodies against your own tissues. And the thing that no one really understands is why that same setup, that same combination of factors can produce things that look so different in different people. So all of these toxins and immune system boiling over in one person, it may look like thyroiditis, you know, an immune thyroid disease. And another person, it may look like um, inflammatory bowel disease. And another person, it may look like inflammatory arthritis. In another person, it may look like eczema or psoriasis or skin disease. In another person, it may be some kind of asthma or lung inflammation that's uh, autoimmune in nature, immune in nature, um, and on and on. It, you know, why in one person it would be the thyroid that's affected and another person it would be the gut and another person it would be the brain or the eye, I don't know. Nobody understands that. Um, it's just a kind of a personal thing. That's where you were vulnerable or that's... You know, I mean, I could make up a story, but the point is, is that the, the underlying setup is the same for all of these different diseases, even though they're called different things and looked at differently. They're all much more common than they are different. And the treatment for these is to do what you can about each of the classifications that I named just a bit ago. Clean up your diet, detoxify, deal with the emotional stress, um, deal with the health of your gut, clean up any chronic infections that are going on, make sure you've got good dental hygiene and that, you know, those things in your mouth are being taken care of, clean up your environment in terms of cleaning products and pet hair and dust and, you know, all the stuff that can be in our environment that might be causing us to react. And if you, you don't have to, and you don't have to do any of those perfectly, but if you do the best you can with all of them, you'll pull yourself back from that threshold that you crossed the threshold is where things got so bad that now you're having symptoms in whatever system it is. And if you kind of quiet down each one of these areas a little bit, the net effect is that you pull yourself back under that threshold and now you don't have symptoms anymore, whether it's in your eye or your brain or your gut or your thyroid or your skin or wherever it is. And it's a very effective strategy. I use it a lot. It works. But it's not easy. It's not a drug. And this, this is one place where... Western medicine and integrative medicine agree in theory, at least. Western medicine would also say that the problem is an immune system that's out of control. The therapies that Western medicine would offer involve drugs that would kill your immune system. So the first level would be just something like steroids, you know, prednisone or something like that. 
But then it would escalate. They would use uh, a lot of the drugs that are used for treating autoimmune disease are actually cancer chemotherapy drugs. One of the side effects of cancer chemotherapy drugs is they suppress your immune system. And so they use those drugs in autoimmune disease because of that unwanted effect, that effect that's unwanted in cancer. They say, well, let's just use it. We want that effect here. We want to kill off the immune system. And that works, but at a great cost. Um, the cost of using those drugs over many years is an increased risk of cancer and very serious infections. And so um, it's even if you want the easy way out and you go with what your allergist or your uh, medical doctor says and you take those drugs, I promise you it will only be a therapy that will serve you for a few years. You will eventually reach a point where you will have to quit those drugs because of their toxicity if they don't just kill you first. So, you know, it's not that this is a gentler way to go about treating these things. It's also a much more sustainable treatment. And it's going to the core of the problem, not just trying to suppress the symptoms, um, which is always my favorite way to treat things. So that's sort of our first introduction to autoimmunity. We're going to be talking in the next couple of talks about um, the relationship between diet and autoimmunity and the relationship between toxins and some of the things that can be done even about uh, emotional toxicity. We'll touch on all of them. Tune in for more podcasts and other presentations. Go to www.bettereyehealth.com. There is hope for sight.